Cleaner podcast sponsored by Flyro. Hello, human listener. The big Flymo robotic giveaway. June 2020. Listen every Friday to win. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. Thank you so much. You've got such a great podcast coming up today. We've got Growing With Dad, who you may see on the old Twitter sphere. The YouTube is also on Insta. He's, o- he's only just rocked up. I'm loving his stuff. I'm really enjoying it. We're going to talk about that in a second. Just hold hold that thought. It's a great podcast this week. Really good one. They're all great. Don't get me wrong. They're all great. I know, I know that. You don't need to tell Maybe you do need to tell me. Great segment there. Well, maybe you do need to tell me by putting it in the reviews. Five-star only reviews, please. Let's just keep it that way. Uh, And each week, uh, I'm going to try, if I remember, to shout you out. Like Liam Webb, for instance. Thanks so much, Liam. Great podcast. Love listening to it at the weekends and on my phone. Very specific. He only listens at weekends and he only listens on his phone. Don't even think about listening to it on the computer. But he put a five star, which means he gets a shout out on the podcast. You can see how it works, right? You can see only nice stuff, please, because my ego can't take anything more than that. (laughs) Go review it right now in all good podcast stores, people. Right, let's get in to... Thank you very much, Liam, by the way. Uh, Let's get in to this week's podcast. I'm speaking to Callum Woodard. Now, you may have seen him. He's on uh, YouTube now. This is where I saw him on YouTube with Ground With Dad. This podcast is all about getting family outside, parents inspired to garden. Plus, we have some great chat. And also, double whammy, really, guys. Double whammy. Now, I didn't know Callum was a teacher before. I do now, because obviously I've listened to this podcast. I've... Was, I was present. But he's also a secondary school PE teacher, which I was like, yes, because I'm massively about getting kids into gardening in primary school. That's what it's all about for me. Do you know what I mean? But secondary school has always been one of those question marks, and that's what we get into on this podcast. We also talk about how he gets his daughter, his three-year-old daughter, into gardening as well. It's just a really nice, relaxed chat, and I, I've enjoyed so many podcasts. Some of them not so much. I mean, some of you might be sitting there thinking, who? Who was not such a great chat? Listen back to the 270 now, is it? <laughs> podcast to find out. I'm sure I say it at some point. <laughs> but this was such an easy chat. I really enjoyed it. And I hope you do too, guys. Uh, all done through the world of Skype. Maybe this could be the future of the podcast. I don't know. I reckon, especially this year, interviews will mainly be done this way. Uh, it works pretty well. At least we can see each other. Do you know what I mean? At least we can see each other. Uh, so look, let's get into it. I don't want to ramble on too much at the start of this podcast for you. Let's get into it. I should, did I thank the sponsor? Fly my thanks. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, enjoy. How are you, dude? Yeah, I'm alright. Thanks so much. You know, lockdown life. Oh, mate, honestly, it's um, it's getting to me, dude. I can't handle it. It's doing my nothing now. <laughs> it really is. Um, it just it just seems to go on and on and on, doesn't it? It's, it's never ending. I don't know what's going to happen. 
Um, uh, I mean, I went into work yesterday um, to sort of look after the um, sort of kids, what they called key worker kids. Yeah. And just not having my three-year-old demand my attention for a few hours was just like bliss. I was just like, oh, <laughs> this is quite nice. Teenagers don't, you know, they didn't want to speak to me. They were happy sitting on the computer ignoring me. Yeah. Uh, it was like, oh, this is quite nice. <laughs> so, what, so what actually is it you do anyway? So I'm a PE teacher. Right. By trade. Um, been doing about uh, six, my sixth year I've been PE teaching. Yeah. Um, although, I say PE teaching, there's like various other subjects that get thrown at you. Can you do a bit of this? Can you do a bit of that? Yeah. <laughs> Which is all good fun. Um, yeah, and that's kind of my main career. And then this whole gardening thing is a bit of a bolt on. How long have you been a teacher for? So about six years now. Oh, well done. Um, yeah, I sort of feel like about 60 years, but, you know, um, been in the same school all the way through and uh, teaching secondary, teaching PE, so you know, as, as a, I would have been. Go on. As a PE teacher, like you've got to drop in and out of. Uh, you're not one of them. I had a, I had a PE teacher once that um, I remember so well. He used to wear short, the shortest of shorts, no matter the weather. You're not one of them teachers, <laughs> are you? Well, I wouldn't. I don't wear short shorts, <laughs> but I, I am a short wearer. Yeah, I'm, I could have been a postman. <laughs> that's, that's like the uniform of a PE teacher, isn't it? Well, the problem is, is. You know, it's all good being outside, but as soon as you come into the sports hall and it's all hot, being in trackies is just <laughs> yeah. horrific. So it was always, yeah, shorts are the, shorts are the way forward. Um, how is it to be, I always think for PE teachers, my, my um, brother-in-law's trying to become a PE teacher. Mm. And uh, you have, like you say, you have to dive in and out of different subjects. What's that, what's that like? Um, for me, not too bad. I actually quite enjoyed the odd classroom lesson here and there. Um bit of variety um especially in the winter time you know when it's like lashing down with rain yeah and you're like the kids like do we have to go outside and you sort of i don't really want a hundred of you in the sports hall doing dodgeball for four hours (laughs) Uh, so you know having a little classroom lesson to break it up is quite nice yeah um get out of the cold and then um yeah but i don't know it's kind of you kind of accept that that's what it's going to be like when yeah. you, I think when you become a PE teacher, I think you kind of, everyone always says, oh, what's your second subject? You know, they wouldn't necessarily say that to an English or maths teacher. No. But, what is, what um, is your su- second su- subject? <laughs> what isn't my second subject? Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so I started off doing a bit of geography. Yeah. Um, I've taught science, which kind of, because I did a sports science degree, that was kind of fairly easy to transfer. And then uh, I've been doing a bit of English this year. So, oh, wowza. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, a bit of variety. You sort of do your teacher training, and it's all about, you know, um, it must be the same as your degree subject, da da da. And then as soon as you become a qualified teacher and go for an interview, they're like, oh, so what else can you teach? And you think, hang on a minute, I had to do, uh, I had to be sports specific for like three years of my degree, and then suddenly I can teach anything. Yeah, forget so. all that. Forget that bit. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, why did you pick secondary school? Uh, I don't know, really. No. Uh, I think when I was at school, I just kind of, I was one of the few that knew that I wanted to be a PE teacher. I guess I think it was because I got on really well with my PE teachers and love my sport and stuff. So that was just kind of always the way it went. Um, and to be fair, I've got some friends who are primary school teachers. And I see what they do. And I think, well, they always say, I don't know how you teach the teenagers. And I always say, I don't know how you teach the little ones. So, yeah, especially having, yeah, now having a daughter myself and like just the questions 
the questions like oh <laughs> you think <sighs> is that images, images three now isn't she yeah she's three um Just and we've got three. evelyn who's a few months oh wow i didn't know you had two years <laughs> yeah i haven't quite been able to get evelyn out in the garden rolling around the mud yet i no. think she might be slightly too little for that but i always say about olive because people always say oh what's the youngest age that you can get kids into garden i was like Oh, when Olive was like two months old, I put some seeds in her hand and she throws some <laughs> seeds out. There's a picture somewhere of it. There's a somewhere there's a picture yeah. of me just going like that. I'm like, yeah, tick. <laughs> yeah, that's done. That's done. Oh, right. wow, mate, you're brave, man. Like, I've, Olive's a handful. She's five now. Mm. And, um, having, a, having a second scares me. I was hoping that you were going to tell me it gets easier. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they're five, it's fine. New challenges. Well, I, my mate, I always, my mate, uh, Jace, he's got a, his son is two now. And when he, mm. when I was the first out of all my friends to have kids. Yeah. And, uh, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no one realizes, do they? No one realizes the pain that you have to, not the pain, the joy <laughs> that you have to go through. <laughs> And uh, and then he, he had a kid and he, I was he was like oh man I was like it does get better mate and he's like oh thank God for that so I said yeah like in two three years time you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not like the individual things that you need to do are not difficult but it's just like it just never ends does it? Do no. you know what I mean? No. <laughs> it's like feeding a bottle that's easy but when you're doing that and ten other things all day every day. That's when it's like it just drains you, doesn't it? But also, you know. when, also when they're a little baby, I mean, it's kind of come across a bit sexist actually. But it, the dads generally, it's not really about the dads; it's about the mm. mums, isn't it? The mums are like, like you know, when it's when you first have a kid, no one's yeah. really bothered about the dads. It's like <laughs> mum and baby. That's all it's all about. But it's when they when they turn like three is such a good age because, like you say, they are well inquisitive. <laughs> They ask questions oh. about everything. Um, and she's like at the point where she wants to be super independent, but she's not quite able to do it yet. Do you know what I mean? So she wants to do it, but she wants to do it her way. <laughs> and that doesn't always uh, yeah. bode well. But, desperate to try yeah. it out. So. Oh, well, man. Well, yeah, let's talk about the garden side of things. That's where, like, I've only really um, spotted your stuff in like the last month or so, to be honest with you. That's, I mean, I've only been doing it since well about the start of lockdown really that was kind of when my online garden career well <laughs> career <laughs> took off in career like that career. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh yeah so i mean gardening for me we moved into a new build house like four or five years ago and the back garden was literally a garden path a shed and i'm not even going to call it soil it wasn't it was just mud yeah and underneath the mud was bricks <laughs> um and I sort of thought, well, we can't just leave it like this. I better do something about it. And I've always kind of enjoyed being outdoors, you know, being a PE teacher, being quite practical and stuff. Um, and so I remember, well, first of all, I went through and I dug out all the rubbish, all those bricks and all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure I've had a bad back ever since. <laughs> but there's part of me that says it was worth it. I'm not really sure if it was. Was there a lot of was there? Pardon? Was there a lot of bricks and stuff under there? Oh, horrific. There was like maybe, you know, 10 centimetres of kind of, Again, topsoil, I use the term very loosely. Um, and then under that was literally just like they'd bulldozed everything that was left over from the house, just underneath. It was awful. Wow. So I dug all that out. That took me like a summer. Um, and I remember like the first plants I put in was like a multi-pack of bedding plants. 
and a rose. And I got some pictures. So I looked the other day. I was like, oh my god, that is awful. It just <laughs> it just looks so rubbish. But that was the first thing I did. Um, and then shortly after that, Imogen was born, and I've just kind of been into it ever since. Oh, where was I? Um, and I just, to be honest, it's just nice to be outside. You know, that's the main thing. It's like, how can I spend a bit of time at the weekend or whatever? I'm just going to go outside and pot around, live in my shed for a little while. Yeah. Um, and it's gone from there, really. But I just enjoy, I kind of enjoy learning about it as well, which I know sounds a bit cliche being a teacher, but actually, you know, reading up on stuff, looking at how to do things, I've enjoyed that side of it as well. So, yeah. Uh, and in terms of getting online, it was, well, you know, when lockdown started, Gardener's World sort of asked for all their viewers' videos to be sent in. Oh, yeah. Um, and I saw that, and I saw a few of them. I thought I could definitely, I could do that. This looks pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. looks pretty easy. Um, and then I remember I've never really liked being in front of camera or anything. Um, and yeah, so the first time I filmed anything, it took me about a week to film anything. So I'd go and sit in the garden in front of my phone. Yeah, I'd sit there for like twenty minutes and not say anything, <laughs> like get stage fright. And I'd go back in the kitchen. And she'd be like, "Oh, my wife, would be like, oh, you done it then." No, nah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You just sat in the garden for twenty minutes. Um, yeah, and it's uh, so it started really, and then oh. it's gone from there. So before before this, did you not really have much interest in growing stuff, or or what was was it? I did, um, and it's but we haven't got a lot of space. So I've kind of been doing bits and pieces, like every year, kind of trying a couple of new things. Um, and actually, because the house before we were rented, so I never really did much in the garden because I thought I was a bit of a waste of money because like I knew we were going to move out at some point. Yeah. Um, so when we got our own house, it was like right, I can actually now invest invest a bit of cash and, and get this going. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably growing fruit and veg is my favourite bit, mainly because I like eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> if there's anything I can get at the end and actually eat it, then that's great news for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do- tomatoes are kind of one thing I've done most years. I think that's pretty standard, isn't it? Everyone starts off with tomatoes. The classic, isn't it? The classic. What am I going to grow? I'll grow some tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, they are better, though, aren't they? Do you think? A hundred percent, man. Well, if they make it to the end of the like my where I grow mine are at the end of the garden, if they make it back to the house, then it's a, a result because usually I harvest them and mm. um, and then I eat them. <laughs> yeah. I always remember when I was watching. Watching, I mean, most of my inspiration has come from Gardeners World. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching Monty, and he's, you know, he said, "Oh, there's nothing you can beat than, you know, a fresh tomato warming off the plant." Blah blah. blah. And I thought, I always just think, is it that good though? Is like it that good? Or are you just making it a bit for telly. <laughs> yeah. Are you just you're making a program. You make, but actually, then when I did it myself, I was like, "Hang on a minute, he's, he's on to something here." It's really. <laughs> I think the reason about tomatoes is because they're the ones that are grown from supermarket. They're they're grown with a thick skin. Because obviously mm. they have to travel so much further than yeah. down in the garden. Whereas the ones you grow in the garden, they're just you know they're not yeah. they're not purposely grown for that reason for travel and stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and they do take they do taste better. But you're right. Like when I've I um I first saw these programs, I was like, you got you got to say that you can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it tastes so good. Oh, um, and just go. Oh yeah, it's all right. It's yeah. worth the five months of my life. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> shrugs at the end. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, what do you actually? What do you think of like? Um, what do you think of Gardeners World as a program? I I enjoy it mainly because it's like 
just one of those programs that I sit down and it's my time to watch it. So it's as much about just having that half an hour, an hour sort of to myself as much as it is enjoying the program really. Yeah. Um, I, to, I kind of like the, I prefer the, the in the garden stuff. Um, you know, I don't mind when they go and see all these big ma- magnificent gardens and stuff, but for me, it's the stuff you can do yourself that I get the most out of. Yeah. yeah. Um, the big gardens I kind of like, I watch it for sort of five, 10 minutes and think, Oh, that's really cool. And then it carries on a bit. Yeah, See, I'm a bit like that. I'll watch, I'll watch it, but I'll, I usually I'll skip. I skip mm. the like I like I love Carol and all that Ben bits. But when they go into stuff in too much detail, I'm a bit bother, not bothered. Mm. But when Monty or Frosty showing them showing us around their gardens and bits there, yeah. and that's the bit I'm more interested in that program. Yeah, I think so. Have you watched any of that Adam mm. Titchmarsh grow your own one? I saw a little bit. Was it a couple of days ago? But I have to admit, it's kind of like that's prime time sorting the kids out. Yeah. So um, yeah. If, I think if I was sat there with no kids, I'd probably watch all of it. But when you've got to sort out dinner and bath and bed and all the rest of it, that kind of you get a glimpse and then it goes. But, yeah, no chance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I saw the one bit I did see, actually, I got a, a good tip was that he, oh, Alan, he put some pots in the ground next to his plants. Yeah. And that's where he like did his watering. So he like, dug a couple of pots in. And then watered into the pots rather than just on the soil, so it like goes straight in. I was like, that's a pretty neat idea. Yeah. So you know, the the thirty seconds I did watch, you picked that I got up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a pretty good win ratio of ideas to viewing time. So, yeah. um, and I, to be fair, I saw I think Francis was doing some chilies. Right. She had about a thousand different chilies she was growing, um, and then I sort of thought about mine that's still in their little plastic greenhouse in the garden that are about an inch tall and I was like well, I don't know how you managed to get yours like that but hey, never mind <laughs> first time I've tried to grow them so I don't know amazing you can get out of the shop mate <laughs> <laughs> um. hello podcast listener for the past month we have been doing the biggest Philo robotic giveaway where you are in for a chance to win a FOMO robotic just by finding out who the garden celebrity is this is your final clue in June 2020 I have written several books with the titles RHS lessons from great gardeners the Complete Book of Vegetables Gardening at Eden Gardener's Question Time Plant Finder Gardener's Question Time Techniques and Tips for Gardeners These are just some of the Garden Celebrities books Can you tell me who the Garden Celebrity is? On Twitter, Instagram Facebook, share the podcast and tell me the garden celebrity's name. The winner will be announced on July the 1st, 2020 for a Flymo robotic. Robots are the future. The future. Um, like you for your YouTube stuff, you've gone down like the proper like 
bad route, which is probably yeah. why probably why I, I spotted you more than anything because obviously it's, everything I do is do that like, getting kids into gardening. Yeah, I mean I have to admit when I started this whole online thing, uh, I came across your Twitter and stuff. I did think, oh. Someone's beat me to it. <laughs> I suddenly thought I was going to be the only person in the world, the only dad in the world that was going to try and get their kids in the garden. And then you go on social media, do 10 seconds worth of research and realise you're a bit late to the game. But anyway. Never too late, um, mate. Never too late. That's, that's the reason so, that I spotted that. And that's why I started um, like watching your bits. Is why, did mm. you, why did you feel like you wanted to get your daughter involved out in the garden? <laughs> well, because I like to keep her busy, to be honest. And... She's one of these kids that she's just, you know, if, if we've been indoors all morning for whatever reason, we go out for a walk, she just goes from being a bit of a pain to just completely, you know, gorgeous kid. You know, if she's outdoors, she's just so much more relaxed and all the rest of it. So actually getting her outside, um, it just helps with that, really. But also kind of when I first started gardening, it was all about my enjoyment of it. You know, so like when you're harvesting potatoes or whatever it is, planting plants, growing seeds. But then when she's come along, and obviously now she's three, she's kind of the age where she can actually do stuff a bit more independently. Yeah. Um, I get just as much enjoyment out of watching her do it and her feeling all those emotions as what I do myself. So it's kind of a bit of a double whammy. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the videos that she's been the main star have definitely been well received. <laughs> so, you know, I think most of my viewers probably prefer watching her get on with stuff and they do me waffling on about what be, I think about plants. Mate, you've got to be careful, right? Because I did it with my daughter and people don't even don't even care about me anymore. They're not, no <laughs> one's even bothered. <laughs> I have to keep like justifying to myself that, you know, I'm still creating this. You know, she might be the star. But if it weren't for me, this wouldn't be happening. You'd so, be nowhere, girl, like, without me. You'd be nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I kind of, you know, justify myself that it's worth it, her being the main star. But... Um, yeah, it was just, just seeing her get so much out of it, I think. And also just wanting to share that as much as I can with other families. Yeah. Um, because, you know, being in secondary school, I know primary school, they have like forest schools and all that kind of stuff, but there isn't really much for it at secondary school level. They kind of get into secondary school and that's it. I mean, our school's got an allotment, um, and a few kids get to go there and stuff, but the vast majority of kids, I don't think really do much gardening. No. So it's kind of, I was hoping to, it sounds a bit grand this, I was hoping to empower sort of like parents who weren't very confident to maybe try getting out there a bit. Yeah. Because you can't really, you can't really go too wrong. Do you know what I mean? I know there's like a proper way to garden and if you had a career in it and you did a degree in it, there's proper ways to do stuff. But when you're out there with your kids, yeah. as long as they're mucking with the dirt and growing some stuff, it, I don't think it really matters, to be honest. And also, do you know, one thing I've learned, like you say that is a proper way of doing it, but I've, um, I've met so many different gardeners and all of them do stuff differently. Mm. All of them will say something, there's not really a wrong answer, that's why I do so well in this, this industry, mate. there's not really <laughs> a wrong answer and stuff because everyone's got their own way of doing it, everyone's got their own way of making mm. it work. Um yeah. it's just all about diving in there and actually get it going mm. um and also i think when i've sort of been looking online and stuff you see a lot of gardeners they sort of say oh you know my dad was a gardener here or da 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 and all this sort of stuff where they've got a bit of almost like heritage to it they sort of were almost born into it whereas i know like my grandparents like gardening mum and dad were sort of in the garden a bit but it wasn't really 
you know, I wouldn't say I've come from a gardening family. No. Um, you know, we always liked being outdoors, but we sort of did a lot of sport and stuff. So you can't do everything. No. Um, so to, you know, if you're not from a gardening background, I think it's really important that kind of kids still get an opportunity to kind of just get involved. Yeah, definitely. Um, and especially because, like I say, Imogen likes being kind of, she likes to do stuff and she likes to feel like she's being a bit of an adult. Yeah. So in the garden is like a really easy way for her to feel like that. Yeah. But also she hasn't chucked paint all over the kitchen <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> do you know what I mean? She hasn't destroyed stuff in the process. Yeah. If there's a bit of mud and stuff kicking about, then that's not the end of the world. And actually to be fair, she likes brushing up and sweeping up after anyway. So it's a bit of a double whammy. Right. <laughs> so you got it sorted, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and actually, yeah. When I mean, in one of my latest videos where she she planted out like her own, she got this little mini planter thing, um, and I was a bit like, is she going to be able to do it? Is she going to just end up destroying all the plants and whatever? But I wasn't really too bothered. I was just going to let her do it, and I just couldn't believe how well she did. Really, I kind of got to the end of filming. I was like, she's literally done ninety nine percent of that herself, <laughs> and it looks alright, and most of the plants have survived. So, I think yeah, sometimes we don't give kids enough credit for what they can actually do. No, if that makes sense. 100%. Man. And if she's free, yeah. it's taken me like 20 odd years to do my garden. And she's started off when she's three. So by the time she's my age, well, she'll either hate it because I've forced it upon her too much or she'll <laughs> love it. Do you know what I mean? So That's one of the things that I think that, because I, I my family never, my dad was a big gardener, but, he, but I was never allowed to really do anything or help out or anything. So uh-huh. It wasn't one of them things. But um, mm. not that he's a bad dad. He's an amazing dad. <laughs> but um, but I feel like this whole lockdown thing has brought around like people with younger kids to get out in the mm. garden who you generally wouldn't have got. Yeah. You know, we all live busy lives. You know what I mean, like, percent. And gardening always is the last thing you really, really ever think about. So I feel like we're probably going to have a we're going to start a generation now mm. who you know I'm hoping that my my daughter will then teach her kids about gardening because you know uh, yeah so we, I feel like we've, there's a big gap like how, how old are you Callum uh, I'm 28 okay I'm still young <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel it mate I don't feel it I'm only four years older but once you t- once you tip over that 30 mark mate you know, I feel really old <laughs> but, but I feel it's like, like kids, kids coming to work and they're like you know so their date of birth is like after 2000 and you're like what yeah. <laughs> you were born after 2000 like what's going on here <laughs> it's scary isn't it <laughs> uh, and they're like, in secondary school as well but yeah yeah I feel like yeah exactly crikey I feel like um, that there was a generation which that just didn't happen with not that we didn't get mm. out not that we didn't go out a lot I used to be out and about all the time but just gardening wise I feel like mm. there's been a generation jump there but so it's good that what I'm saying is it's good that the lockdown has probably brought around a lot more family gardeners, which is cool. I think so. And I think as well, like, there was a certain generation that would, like, at the weekends and stuff, they'd just go out and play and find, like, derelict sites, and they'd just be out all day long, wouldn't they? Like, you know, my dad's, he says, I would, like, make go-karts and stuff and race them down hills and all that sort of stuff, but kids, for whatever reason, can't really do that anymore because they're either seen as sort of being antisocial or there's just too many risks involved and all these kind of stuff that stop them from doing it. But yeah. actually then gardening could be that place for them to play. If you know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. And kind of get those same practical skills. Yeah. 100%. Just without destroying the, 
development. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what works best for for Imogen to get get gardening? What's been the what's been the bit biggest winner out of it all? She likes sowing seeds. I think. Yeah. For her, just you know, once they've sown, kind of it's a bit reminding to get back out there and you know to check how they're going and stuff. She kind of likes to start in the end. She likes sowing it. And she likes pulling it up when it's finished. The bit in the middle, she's not too fussed about. You know, what I mean, it's the kind of the bits where she gets results is yeah. the bits where she really enjoys it. You know, we dug up some potatoes and barely got them in the kitchen before she wanted to go out and sow something else. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, that's that's the bit she loves most. I think you can't again, you can't really go wrong sowing seeds either. No. And they're cheap. Do you know what I mean? If spend a fiver, get a few packets of seeds. Chuck them in the ground, and happy days. Yeah, we've got a um, we've got like a veggie pod, like a a raised bed thing in mm. our garden, which I let Olive sow all the seeds in, and mm. uh, she did really well. It was going good, but then she decided at the end that she'd just go over the soil with her hands. So to, to, I was like, <laughs> well, I think maybe the seeds might be everywhere. They are everywhere. It's quite a full, <laughs> full raised planter. <laughs> Things are popping up. We've got carrots in between beetroot. We've got lettuce <laughs> popping up all over the place. But she loves it. Like we're we, yeah. we're harvesting little bits from it. Um, which, that's yeah, her area. Do you know what I mean, out the front of our house where it like gets full sun. I just I wasn't even going to try and put it in rows. I was just like, yeah, just sprinkle a bit of this, sprinkle a bit of that. And I was just like, well, if it doesn't grow, it doesn't grow. Whatever. Yeah. But we've got quite a few radishes out of it, and a couple of carrots. I think are coming through now. So it's yeah. That's what I'm saying, really. That's what I'm saying, mate. There's no real wrong. They all say about putting stuff in rows. Actually, just chuck them. Just chuck the whole. Just chuck mm. all the seeds in one place. Something's going <laughs> to grow. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, none of us are, you know, trying to produce agricultural levels of crop here. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to feed my family for a year on a couple of sacks of potatoes in the garden. But the process yeah. is, is what it's all about, I think. Definitely, dude. Definitely. Um, Seeing her face when she pulled those potatoes, just it's something every year. It's almost like Christmas, yeah. in a way. Like just, ah, I don't know how many times she said the word potato in the video that I posted. It's like, oh, there's another potato, a potato, a potato. It's like, what do you think was going to be there, Imogen? But yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. I think I just think, like you say, it is, and it is their reaction as well to stuff as well, which makes it even, even, mm. even better. Um, and then wanting to go out, like my daughter's Olive's always asking to go outside and, and mm. do some gardening and stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's been awesome, man. Although we did, we have had, we have lost a couple of sunflowers to footballs and frisbees and things. But <laughs> you're kind of thinking, oh, yeah, right, <laughs> doesn't really matter, does it? But yeah. Um, one of the things I could, I I do think I'd ask you about, what I would like to ask you about is about gardening in schools because I'm mm. I'm massively trying to get like, i always concentrate on primary schools mainly um mm. because i feel like secondary schools are quite a difficult thing to to get garden into yeah about that well i think one of the biggest challenges is a lot of secondary schools are just so much bigger than primary schools yeah. so you know if you've got 500 to a thousand kids in a secondary school obviously depending on how big the area is but to get all those garden i think is a pretty uphill challenge but i mean like i said we've got an allotment um which i haven't been able to get as involved with as i'd like we've got um a member of staff who sort of lives in our the village where our school is and she's taken the lead on that and the kids that get to go absolutely love it yeah but it's such a small percentage of kids um you sort of think how can we 
we can see that these kids are getting the benefit of it. Why is this not more widely available, you know? And, well, I'm not going to condone turning sports fields into veg patches because I don't think heads of departments around the country will think I'm a very good PE teacher advocating <laughs> that. But sure, there must be space somewhere. Like, you know, even on, can we make, you know, like the rooftop safe? Do you know what I mean? Put barriers and grow on the roof like you see restaurants and stuff do, don't you? I mean, there must be some more that can be done. Yeah. to make this like or even just to offer it as like an option subject I mean so I didn't really know much about gardening when I was in school never really had the option to study you know a level two or whatever when I was doing my GCSEs but actually I'm looking back and thinking well if I'd have stumbled across gardening earlier my career path might have been completely different yeah that's true because you know, of because of the fact I you know really like doing it and don't worry, I love being a teacher but it just didn't have the option unless you go to like an actual horticultural college. So, you know, could it be more, I don't not exam, 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 but having more opportunity for like qualifications maybe as a, as a initial step to get more people involved. I don't know. Um, cause, I, cause the thing with secondary school is why, and this is the message I get from people is there's too much going on in secondary schools for, for them, like exams and education mm. for gardening to even be thought about. Um, but mm. I never, like, I never even knew about that you could even, garden could even be a be a job. Do you know what I mean? I just thought well, it was something that my nan pot, potted around with, and that was it. <laughs> well, yeah, and then but you see all these, you know, people that have made a career at garden. They say it's one of like the best careers you can have, don't they? Well, yeah, exactly, because no one else um, does it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, because I sort of I've done a little bit of, you know, I've heard about the forest schools and stuff, but I, I don't know if any of that is applicable or whether there's even a, a secondary school kind of element to it or whether anyone's thought about extending it. I just don't really know. Yeah. Or whether it's a case of just, we need more people on the ground who are interested and try to get it to go. Do you know what I mean? Cause it, like you, I mean, still in primary schools, it's like, um, oh, sorry, mate. still, in, still in primary schools, it's mainly, it's got to be, there's got to be a teacher that is pushing it. Mm. Even, yeah. even you know, even though a lot of them want to get it in there, if that teacher's not there, then it doesn't happen. And I'm mm. guessing it's pretty much similar in secondaries. Yeah, I think the problem is that, you know, I don't want to uh, kind of get the old violin out for teachers here, but teachers are more and more stretched kind of every year, yeah. whether that is like, you know, new subjects or different exam boards or just the pressure of getting kids through the exams, especially in secondary, that I think a lot of those kind of bolt-ons are easily forgotten about because the things that you're getting measured on and the thing that school is getting measured on, you know, they're going to take priority for head teachers and even teachers and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's that kind of freedom in schools is going. Yeah. And I know it's kind of to try and drive standards up and all the rest of it. I don't want to get too political, but it does mean that those kind of extra bits, the bits that kind of most kids probably remember from school, Yeah. you know, are perhaps they're just not getting the attention they deserve really yeah. um and like i said i think unless you've got one teacher who's super dedicated there's just no wiggle room for it yeah 100%. yeah it's my I, I i'm always like I've, I've been a little bit more sympathetic to teachers in the last couple <laughs> of years after meeting a lot more of them because that because yeah. from someone on the outside it's like oh come on you can do this is easy without really knowing the other stresses behind of what they're what the actual job is do you know what i mean 
Um, yeah. Do you think this? Do you think the way that everything's happened in the last few months? Do you think that's going to change the way education is done in the future? Oh, it's so hard to know, isn't it? It's just so up in the air. I mean, I've sort of spoken. People have said about maybe even like pupils only come in like almost like part time. Mm. I've had any, I've even had the thought of like, well, you know, do kids need to be there all the time, or because we're setting work? Could it be more we set work at home and then? That when they come into school, it's more of like a reflection, marking, kind of getting a bit of input from teachers. Yeah. You know, do they really need to sit in a classroom to complete worksheets or, you know what I mean, when they're just doing it independently, especially at secondary level? But um, then on the other side, being a parent, I'm like, yeah, you, you, let's, let's get Imogen into school. All yeah. You, all parents listening <laughs> to this are like, oh, I hope not, mate. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean, just from, you know, being in a the safety point of view of, social distance and the stuff yeah it's gonna be a nightmare um i don't really know how it's gonna work i don't think anyone the government head teachers no one knows how it work it's gonna work no. um but i think things will be things will be different for sure yeah i don't quite know what different will be but i mean like you know pe for example how can we what pretty much any sport there's some element of contact or being close you know or even just sharing equipment yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's just like crazy. It's a bit of a minefield in that, in that sense, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so let's just give every kid a two-metre circle that they've got a garden in yeah. on the field. Sorted. They're not allowed to come out of it until they've grown something. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, <laughs> happy days. That could, be, that, could be the new, that could be the new PE teacher uh, lesson, mate. Physical activity, yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> How... You know, dig a hole for an hour. That'll that'll get a bit of a sweat on. Yeah, sorted. <laughs> so, um, so what's next, man? What, what are you going to continue doing the YouTube stuff even after we all go back? I think so. Yeah, I'm really I enjoy it. I think it's become like a little hobby for me. Yeah. Um. So I'm definitely gonna, um, because well, we're in the middle of moving house as well. So oh, kind of that's it. Yeah. On top of everything else. Um. So when we get into the new house, it's got a bigger garden, which will be fantastic. So that's going to be like a new starting from scratch project so that's gonna be like perhaps the next chapter for for growing with dad yeah. um i'm not sure i'm gonna let imogen really make any raised beds or mow the grass or anything but i'm sure she can help somewhere along the line hey you could right i uh, went to a school recently we had him on the podcast recently um his name's Stuart jackson i went to their, oh yeah i went to their school and uh, i don't know how old the kids are they must be about between five and ten and he was yeah. letting them use a jigsaw like a not a jigsaw, a what's it called? A, I think it's called a jigsaw. An actual electric saw thing. Anyway, <laughs> it's actually you letting them use it. I was standing there, I was like uh, on their own. Well, he was he was overseeing them, and I was oh, standing what... there with a nervous teacher. But to be fair, they all <laughs> respected it. Like they all respected what what he did, and no one lost well, their fingers that day. Kids like to do stuff they think is more adult stuff, don't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like gardening, like using power to anything that they think is grown up. Yeah. They absolutely love it. When they're treated like kids, I think that's when they hate it. So it's kind of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely be doing the YouTube stuff and keeping that going yep. and try to build up my subscribers. That's cool. Which, you know, I've got a newfound respect for anyone that does social media as kind of like a, just a job or whatever you want to call it. Cause you know, these YouTubers that have millions of subscribers fair play i always thought it was but you know the kids at school talk about oh watching this youtube or watching this person you sort of think 
oh god please don't say you want to be a youtuber yeah because you know get a proper job but actually no fair play to anyone that has got a decent youtube channel or career or whatever because it's tough yeah man um god the kids that want to be youtubers now is this crazy amount though mm. everyone wants to be a youtuber i'm like you can't not everyone yeah. can be a youtuber it's like when everyone else, like old school people want to be like elite sports athletes and stuff, didn't they? I want to be a footballer when I grow up. And actually only like, you know, less than 1% make it. So yeah. I think YouTube's probably a similar thing. Oh, definitely. Um, so, but yeah, I'll definitely keep that going. That's cool. Um, I've been looking at getting some sort of qualification in gardening. I've been looking into sort of doing some remote learning, sort of like a level two, the RHS one or something like that, just to kind of, you know, add a bit more credibility behind what I'm doing because like, like you say there's no right way of doing it but it's, it'd be good to kind of improve rather than just reading like the RHS website every two minutes <laughs> well mate that's what I do <laughs> I've always I, like, I think it's a good thing like, I've, I've, I've actually been asked a few times to do it and I'm always a bit wary to do it because mm. um, like, so I started like seven years ago gardening yeah, and back then I was they said I should do it and I was like well to be honest with you I didn't have Olive back then but then once I had Olive I was a bit like well I want to sort of learn as I go along with her yeah. from experience and stuff um, and you know if, if I think I think, it's a good, I think it is a good thing don't get me wrong but mm. I've looked into it and I, I find it a little bit a little bit difficult to understand what courses are what on that on their on the website. It is a bit tricky. I was speaking to a guy on Twitter who's just started one remotely, and he seems to be enjoying it and stuff. Um, I guess that's just the teacher in me just you know has yeah. to do an exam to make it worthwhile. So yeah, but I guess actually the flip side is if you haven't got that you know that in-depth knowledge, perhaps you are more accessible to the everyday person. Perhaps you know you'd sort of put it in normal language rather than talking like a proper horticulturist yeah i dumb it down so you don't have to mate <laughs> <laughs> it's all up there but what comes out of the mouth yeah, is god, just uh god knows just, what comes out of the mouth the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah that's it man uh, and then i guess perhaps the dream is trying to make it full-time in school perhaps and combining my teaching and my gardening to make it a proper thing yeah um you know end up meeting the queen or something from <laughs> sure. Getting uh, knighted. You know, contributions to gardening or something i don't know but oh, that's a big dream mate i yeah. like it <laughs> <laughs> dream big and then when it all comes crumbling down it's it's just what it is well but it's better than my, somewhere it's better than my idea of meeting the queen which is just jumping the fence so i think that's a good idea mate <laughs> <laughs> no it's so, cool man I, like i said i really enjoy watching it it's, it's good to watch cheers um, it's good to see kids enjoying gar- gardening i mean that's what it's all about yeah, definitely. I think I just getting more parents to see that from their kids is is only a good thing. Yeah. Rather than just you know, I mean, we all love putting them on a tablet for a bit. Don't get me wrong, but you, you know, they need to be out in the garden a bit more. I think it happens, man. But I always I, I try and be as real as possible with this because you get people saying, "Oh, don't let kids go on tablets. Let get them outside." But yeah, it's you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen with them. It's, 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 yeah. It's, you know, it's just a bit it, balanced, isn't it? It's, ba- it's all, it's all about balance. But I also say, like in the future, the, the whole world's going to be around digital and mm. computers, and the, the you know the pencil and pen will be a thing of the past, wouldn't it? So, which sounds mental saying that out loud, but it will mm. be. Um, and if we don't let our kids at least have a little bit of time on them, they're going to be left behind. So it's almost a 
I always see it as an educational yeah. thing. Even though she's watching Mr. Tumble, it's still educational. <laughs> For the third hour straight. Yeah. It's educational. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, thanks so much for being on the podcast, man. No, thanks for having me on. It's been a bit of a crazy month, really. It's kind of gone from strength to strength and been featured on different things and been invited on here. So it's, oh, it's yeah, cool. Were, Enjoyed well, it. Oh, you featured on the Gardener's Wealth thing, didn't you? On the yeah, I was well chuffed. I kind of put a video in, didn't really think of anything of it. And then they said, oh, we want to put you on our... I didn't quite make it to the TV, which there's always a part of me that's like a bit heartbroken. But for me, actually being on social media, on their Facebook page and stuff, probably more helpful for my online presence. But, you know, definitely. Um, but yeah, I was well chuffed. So I got on there, had like like 40k views or something more than wow. that. It was, I was just, it was just insane. That's um, so yeah, it's gone from that. And now I'm on your podcast. And uh, okay, who knows okay. what happened next? You're I've, I've pretty much made it now. Yeah, I can peaked. give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now people's careers usually take off from this this podcast, mate. <laughs> that will dive. I don't know. The garden The garden and there, everyone, there you have this week's podcast. Thank you so much, Callum. I can't wait to see uh, how your YouTube journey goes because, you know, I really do enjoy it. Just seeing your daughter Imogen, uh, just, you know, the only thing I would say, and I've spoke about this a lot on the podcast, and I did mention it very briefly in the interview, just be careful, right? Because I've got a daughter, she's five years old, almost lost my career to her. So you just got to be like, sign them up and uh, be their agent. It's, that's all I'm saying. Because Olive will probably be the next Monty Don. I don't know, but she's working on it behind the scenes. I think she's trying to take my my skinny kind of career. <laughs> but thanks so much. Um, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Karen. It was great to have you on. Uh, it'd be great to chat to you again. Uh, look, like I say, looking forward to your YouTube journey. Uh, growing as well growing with dad if you want to go and check him out everyone on the old youtube it's worth a little watch uh, and also go hit him up on the social medias great 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 stuff uh look thanks so much i've the last few weeks have been awesome uh with the podcast and you know uh we're getting more and more listeners uh which is fan dabby dozy of course uh, so all you new listeners hello welcome uh, we're all about generally i know last week was a bit different but generally we're all about getting kids in the garden getting the family out there giving you some ideas getting people on just like callum to give you an idea of how to get out there with the famo so i hope this has helped i hope it's been a good podcast five star reviews only remember that competition as well i fly my robotic Ooh. Who gives you extra? Who? Am I allowed to? Is that copyright? Okay, who? 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 That was a long time ago, wasn't it? So it'll be all right. <laughs> there we go, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And I shall speak to you next week. Migration.
Podcast sponsored by Flyro.